Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. I have a little bit more channeled guidance for our lovely 1122 portal for all of those who tuned in to the 5D Mystic one. This one begins with our lovely Patrick Tiahan again. And that is because when we are people who know about being securely attached, we know about the importance of sharing stories and how it is for some people who move through getting healed from childhood trauma. Okay, so Patrick Tiahan, he is a therapist. He's healed from childhood trauma and healing. I say healing because I'm sure, or I think sometimes there are moments where he can still relate to things. So, and it's out of respect because I don't know his full story. And just to, again, share, there's a person out there, therapist, good therapist, talks about what it's like to have had childhood trauma and is building a community of people who are healing and he has some great content. So go follow him. <clears throat> okay, so here, this post he says is about parental mindset. And he says, some parents are raising children intentionally and some parents are just getting through a Thursday. Okay, so he says, this post is about parental mindset and he goes on to share his stuff. He says, I grew up in a chaotic home with two alcoholics with personality problems and CPTSD, so childhood post-traumatic stress disorder. I believe it's childhood, or maybe it's chronic. I'm not 100% sure. Their primary focus in the day-to-day -day was coping away their misery, denying problems, blaming others, getting through their day without being hassled by being a parent or a partner. He says, my family existed in survival mode with every open quotes, man, woman, and child, close quotes, fending for themselves, just trying to get through a Thursday. Nobody was at the helm of the family. Children growing up in such environments bear the family shame, experience overwhelmed, the neglect from raising themselves, are parentified, and are taught to cope rather than thrive. They are also painfully aware of how other families are families of intention. If we felt like burdens, it's because we were treated as such. In processing our childhood trauma, we have to look at the narratives abusive parents give and dismantle them, while looking at the responsibility one takes when having children. He goes on to say, to those self-consumed parents who were just focused on getting through a Thursday, they should have been focused on your inner world, your emotional safety, what they were modeling in front of you about how to be in the world, how they were treating others and themselves. It's appropriate, he says, to hold them accountable to basic standards. This is a big part of processing our family systems. But don't confuse that with blame. Accountability involves responsibility for choices, not blame. And he goes on to share. Um, it is also helpful to look at other families raising children with intention. Look for parents who meet emotional needs and work on their mental health as parents for the benefit of their children who will have, a greater, chan who will have greater chances of becoming adults who don't have to struggle with their mental health. No one is perfectly sure, but, keeping, keep, but keep thinking about that word intention when it comes to the task. Okay, I'm going to share an addition because I'm attachment and trauma-informed, as you all know. The aspect of 
processing a family system and remembering that you're around nervous systems that are also not in the ability to be in ventral vagal. And that's because learning how to self-regulate for yourself as a community who we talk about self-regulation, you just want to keep in mind that it's not only the environment that you experience, essentially. He gives some examples. There's just so much more that can go behind um, how a person feels in life. And to be able to hone in on your embodied brain versus the story for yourself. So any person who actually feels life, and in this case, when you have mood swings, for example, on a very surface level, obviously any person who knows of their own childhood trauma, I'm sure get therapy, right? Because that's the basic EMDR. With child part work, IFS, and then somatics is very important. So with that in mind, I support with the channeled guidance in general for any person that is okay with woo-woo lady here, Mystic 5D. And that's also for my mystics who are handling a double layer, if you will, of emotions. But focusing on your nervous system is what we want to do because it's the same process. It's not more and it's not less. If you label yourself, and that's why some people, when they say, I'm highly sensitive, they stay within the label that they've given themselves because they use a word versus using the knowledge and then understanding you can expand what is called a window of tolerance for those who have a window of tolerance. You can move into a window of welcome if you want to. And the window of welcome is in time what you will notice. So if you're a securely attached person, that already gives you a great starting point. I raise my hand because you have a window of welcome for your emotions and you know how to handle inner and outer well-being and you know automatically healthy boundaries, all this stuff. It comes very straightforwardly and easily when you're securely attached. And I should add your temperament is agency or your drive is agency. So you're not driven by needing to bond or needing to have certainty. So within your relationships, when you go through from childhood to growing up, you maintain a differentiated self. And those are all three-year-old hearts that are whole. Once you say, I love me for who I am, I have flaws, you have flaws, and that's about it. We don't need to be pointing it out. We just live it. And living it out means that we get to be ourselves. Okay. So with that, being said, some people, they work themselves up to being their self. And that is by being able to notice where they are sensitive. This begins for all of us as teenagers. I know I began to work to move into equanimity more and more and more and to be able and choose the right silence. And the right silence has led me to be able and handle people who don't move into their self-regulating, but they project. So when somebody's like, oh, human suffering, all people suffer, oh, the world is in shambles and everything's, so any pseudo-aliveness, because that's what I call it, or structural dissociation, or when somebody is going to be blaming you because they're upset, and that's projection because they're wanting you to soothe their nervous system versus them being able to learn how to become their own grown-up. And I used an example, I think it was in our previous episode, which was also channeled guidance. 
of calling, but I don't remember. And so I was somebody who would call very frequently during my trips away from home before we had internet and the ability to catch up with WhatsApp and anything that we have, my lovely family. And in this case, though, when you're working and you're busy, you can't talk all the time. So being told that that was the case was something hard to hear and sensitive. And I learned to process it, though, by not saying, oh, I'm going to be spitefully always upset for the rest of my life. No, I processed it in my head. It made sense, learned how to be in a no charge state with it. And in time, became the norm to not need to emotionally feel, oh, I need to call, I need to call. And this was very organic. And I would say that it fits the bill of our age if we are securely attached, differentiate itself so you stay busy with your life. You're able to use an inner growth mindset because you just contemplate things. You don't ruminate. You don't sit and think of the parenting style or, and, and so again, it's once you're at a specific spot and you're the adult you, that this is very straightforward. Of course, accountability, this is where a person can choose to present that equation. What I've found is people who want to do that, they're on a journey with a therapist and they are for, they have a reason for them wanting to present it. Either it's part of their healing journey or I, I don't know because I'm not in that boat. But on that note, when someone presents to me their triggers, let's say, and I've had this happen once, I will take note. I will understand. I will also, though, disengage from consistent communication depending on how that was brought to my attention. So it's one thing if you bring to my attention and we talk about the area of hurt and then we are able to bring it to full closure, meaning I can keep being myself, which means if I basically fuck it up again, you can say that the person will present it but not be upset about it, okay? So there's a way that we understand how we can all not know how to read a room. It's just common sense that not everybody's going to always get it into the whole political correctness, okay? If you can't be yourself and be comfortable to fuck it up, you're not in family, you're not in a home. Again, there's differences for those who have the need for their family to go through potentially a, a level of therapy because their nervous systems, that's why I pointed out the nervous system is what is the equation. If I have a family member who continues to be dysfunctional because of dysregulation, so reactive, it isn't the exchange necessarily. It is me actually consistently being presented with a situation of a dysregulated nervous system, which if I'm healing, I'm being reminded of it, which will lead me in a space of knowing it since you're doing a healing journey. Okay, so there's equations that you always want to consider if you're a person who has in the forefront the ability to self-regulate your nervous system and to move into your ventral vagal state. This channel guidance is for understanding that our emotions, the embodied brain, it's involving this type of interaction between each other Okay, and so if instead what I have is a person who is easygoing with me, I'm easygoing with them, we are able to accept each other, we know we're going to potentially fuck it up, but we don't take it personally, we're already in a different space.
Family is one thing for people who are healing versus people who are outside of their family. And that's why any person who is finally their adult self will want and look forward to building healthy relationships with those who are empowered because they will be able to notice the difference of a person who talks to them versus a person who blames them. Accountability is also, in this case, a conversation. Blaming is projecting and there's a tone and there's a way and there's um, an expectation versus a conversation. Okay, so talking to each other is always the result of two functional adults and people who are aware of themselves and who keep themselves in an emotionally regulated nervous system. When this doesn't happen, some people, they're not able to be in that situation. They can present why, and, and here's why again. It's, it's always very straightforward how to be able and come together as people. Tune in for more on this 1122. It's really great to know that we have a lot of good 5D educators out there supporting each other and helping us to create relationships to heal trauma and to bring forth more of the wholeness that every one of us can be in an integrated brain and restored embodied self. Tune in for more and have a great day.